my biology teacher once said, this world is already so full of cut corners. And he would hope that his students would not grow up to be one of them. And after that, it all came together for me. Now I understand why I was always so upset whenever I would encounter someone cheating. Hi everyone, it's Bella with an L and welcome to this final episode of Dear Freshman. So we started off this series with some basics. We talked about the academic part, the self-growth part, the survival part. And then we talked about some fun things. We talked about friendship, story time. And now I am going to be telling you my hot take on why I despise cheating. So cheating is a broad term. Some people use it to describe the act of a person who is seeing someone else when they are in a relationship. Some people would describe it as not following the rules and regulations of a competition in order to get away with it and win. Some people would describe it as the act of looking at a cheat sheet or working together when you're not supposed to during a test. And the cheating that I am going to be discussing on this podcast is the last one. I'm going to be talking about why I despise the act of cheating on a test, why I don't support it, why I don't agree with it, and why I don't do it. And this story dates back to my days in elementary school. So I started off in one school in Karawang, And at that point, I have never seen anyone cheated on a test before. It just wasn't prevalent in that school. I've never seen anyone do it. No one has ever been caught doing it. No one has ever been punished for it. It's just cheating wasn't a topic. And then I moved to a different school in a different city. And in this elementary school, cheating was prevalent. That was the first time that I saw people using cheat sheets, writing down their notes on their hands or their pen or their table. It was the first time that I ever saw people working together on a test when they're not supposed to work together. It was prevalent and it wasn't something that was seen as wrong. So I joined the party. I cheated on tests. I worked together with my friends. When we're not supposed to, I joined the party. And I didn't know that it was wrong. I just knew that it was called cheating. And then came the day for a national exam. In Indonesia, national exam is something that you have to do in order to graduate. So sixth grade is the final grade of elementary school. We do a national exam. And then on ninth grade of middle school you do another national exam to graduate middle school and go to high school and then on your senior year of high school you do it again so because i was in elementary school 
and I was in a new school and national exam was an experience that I have never done before. I didn't know again that we were not supposed to cheat on it. And so when the teachers of that school coordinate a way for us to cheat together, I thought it was teamwork and I didn't think that it was wrong. And I just, again, joined the party naively, not knowing that I was doing something wrong. And after that, when I graduated from that school and I go to a middle school in the same city, but obviously different school, and I met with people from other elementary schools, I realized that it wasn't something that every elementary school does and it wasn't something that was seen as right. Whenever I discussed the event with my friends who came from other schools, they would judge my actions and judge my school's action to coordinate a cheating together for the entire school during the national exam. And they would tell me that their schools don't do that. But there are also other schools who does that. And then I stepped back and I evaluated myself. And I thought to myself, so is cheating wrong? I was 12 at this time, and it was one of the most contemplative years of my life, believe it or not, uh, because it was the very first year that I have started journaling. And so it was the very first year that I became conscious of my thoughts and my feelings. And it was the year of me building my very basic values. And so when I reevaluated the action and I realized cheating wasn't allowed for a reason, I realized that cheating is wrong. And I felt really bad for having done it in the past. And so I vowed to myself that I would never cheat again and I would never support the act of cheating again. And that was the beginning of my adventure. (laughs) Because a year later, 8th grade, I moved to a different city and a different school and in this school cheating was highly highly prevalent everyone would work together on a test they would cheat on each other they would have cheat sheets or have a strategy of like putting a book in the restroom and go to the restroom during the test so they can look at the book and it was like it's the norm because whenever someone refused to cooperate, that person would not have friends. And I became that person because I didn't want to do whatever they were doing. I didn't want to cheat. I didn't want to support cheating. And I didn't want to let them cheat on me by looking at my tests. So, tired of not having friends, I caved in and I would let them look at my tests. And I would cooperate with them, but not for me, for them. So I would be the person who showed them my answers. I would be the person who meet them in the bathroom to discuss. I would be the person who distract the teacher. Just, I would cooperate just so I can have friends. 
but I was still trying not to cheat for myself. And being the angry teenager that I was, one day I sort of exploded because I was getting so sick of it. And I told the smartest person in the room, who was always the top student, and I told her that she's fake, that she's not actually smart, and that she should try to actually study for real. I was so mean, but in my defense, she was cheating and she was always the top student and I felt like it wasn't fair. But after that, everyone got mad at me because she's a nice person. She's kind and she's not only the MVP whenever people cheat, not only she's the source, not only she's the one who helps, but she's also a great friend outside of class. So everyone was mad at me for saying such mean things to her. And I said, sorry, but I really don't have friends after that again. And then I moved back from that city and from that school to my old city and to my old school in middle school. And I was finally at a place again where cheating was not prevalent and I felt peaceful. And then... I graduated and I go to high school. And in this high school that I went to, cheating was not not prevalent, but also not prevalent. As in, it's not like the entire school cheats, uh, but it's also not like nobody cheats. There were a few people who I know was always cheating on a test. And there were also people who, who just weren't cheating or despised cheating just like me so it was like a 50 50 situation but no one was you know telling the other party what to do everyone was just kind of minding their own business until it was time for national exam again on our senior year of high school and in this national exam it's like the 50-50 shifts to 70-30 or 80-20. There were more people cheating than not cheating. And at that point, everyone already have a phone and, you know, social media. And so social media was one of the ways that they coordinate the cheating. Because we have a big group of like everybody in the group. And so we're able to discuss anything in that group. There's no teachers in that group. It was an easy way to cheat. And to avoid getting caught, everyone would change their username to a famous person or a cartoon character. And they would change their profile picture to also a famous person or a cartoon character. So just in case... Anyone leaks the screenshot or any information from that group, teachers can't easily find them. I thought it was funny and I also thought it was wrong. So I left the group. I left the group for the entire two weeks of national exam and school exam. 
and I asked to be invited back and I joined the group again after the exams were over. No one was mad at me for leaving the group. It was my personal choice and they didn't do anything about it and they didn't question it. They know I was against cheating. They know I would not support cheating and they kind of appreciated me for not snitching on them to the teachers and me leaving the group was kind of a peaceful way of saying I don't want to be a part of this but I'm still your friend because you know we still meet in the class and before the exams and I still talk to them I don't hate the person I hate the action but one of them did get curious and this person he came up to me and he asked why am I so against cheating and why aren't I cheating like everybody else? And I told him, because I believe in myself. I study, I work hard, and I'm ready for the test. And whatever the result is, I want the result to reflect me. I want the result of my test to reflect my own hard work and my own knowledge. And I want it to be real and honest and I want it to be something that I can be proud of if it's good or something that I can evaluate myself on if it's bad and if I'm cheating it defies all of that purpose my test results wouldn't be about my hard work it would be about how smart I am at cheating it wouldn't reflect what part of the subject I'm good at and what part I'm bad at it would reflect what part of the subject I can look up. And he asked me again, why would you try to play fair in a game where everybody cheats? And I said, it's a test. It's not a game, first of all. Secondly, if it's still the rule of the game to not cheat, then I'm still the one doing it the right way because i'm still following the rules of not cheating if the game said you can cheat i will cheat but since the rule is still that you're not allowed to cheat then if anyone got caught i'm still the right one i'm still the one who follow the rules and he said but what if you don't win the game because everybody else cheat and you don't and I said, so be it. First of all, academic achievement shouldn't be a competition. Secondly, if it is a competition, I would like to win fair and square. And if my opponent wins but not fair and square, I would still feel better about myself for losing fairly rather than for winning unjustly by cheating on that test. And he walked away and he said, Okay, okay, Gryffindor, he said. Um, I'm a Hufflepuff, but okay, sure. And then I get to college, and in college, again, it's kind of a 50-50 situation where some people cheat and some people don't cheat. Some people choose to stay away from it. Some people would entertain it a lot. Some people depend on it which I highly, highly think nobody should, but 
it's the reality. And some people would only do it if they really need to or just do it occasionally. I'm not gonna tell you which one I am, but by this time, you should know my stance. So that's the story of of my entire encounter with cheating since elementary school. And now I will give you the point by point reasons why I believe that cheating is not the right way. So by this time, I'd already explained to you how cheating is prevalent among students, right? And now I'm going to tell you why I'm against it. The number one reason why I'm against cheating is because it does something to the person. And that something is it makes the person believe that they don't need to study hard for a test. And that leads to them believing that they should not or they could choose not to study on a day-to-day basis and really work hard on the subjects that they're studying or the major that they're taking or the school itself. And I think we can all agree that the education system has not been the best, but we can also all agree that The education system is not useless. It's still teaching us things that we need to know. It's still allowing us the opportunity to learn how to learn and to develop thinking processes and evaluate things and ask questions to the teachers and build discipline. And it allows us to learn that there's a lot that we can learn about in this world. And not to mention, it also teaches some really important knowledge like science, biology, math, um, sociology, politics, a lot of things. And so, even though not everyone needs to 100% be an academia or be like a school oriented person i believe that school is still important school still matters and it's still something that you should at least take seriously don't do it for the grades or for the system or or anything but do it for the sake of knowledge do it for the sake of learning and when someone has a mindset of cheating is okay or has a mindset that they can cheat on tests then then they wouldn't study because if there's an easy way out why would they still study i'm not assuming i know that this is the case for some people because i have people in my life who think that way i'm not saying it's everybody but i'm saying that Number one reason why I despise cheating is because it does something to the person and what it does is it gets the person to think that it's okay to not study when in reality, I think it's not okay to not study.
I think you should take school seriously and you should study. All right. Number two is that because cheating doesn't end in high school. So people get through high school just to get through high school, right? Some people want to pursue higher education. Some people don't. And I get it. High school is the final part of the mandatory education formal education system that everyone has to take and if you're not into it if you have a business going on outside and you're ready to set sail in the real world and really give your contribution to to be financially stable for yourself or to be helpful in the society then you know what go for it i get it school is not for you that's fine but if you're cheating in college something that you choose to do a higher education that you choose to pursue then you're endangering your future profession so here's the way that i can put it if you choose to become a doctor you have to go to med school right but if you're cheating in med school What are you going to do as a doctor? I know that's not the case for every single major, but for some majors that are crucial, for some majors that actually require you to study in order for you to become a certain profession, I think it matters a lot. Like, I'm studying veterinary medicine. I want to be a veterinarian. I want to help animals. I want to cure them. I want to heal them. I want to work for building a better life for them. And in my opinion, if I'm cheating, then I'm jeopardizing my future patients. What's going to happen one day if a cat that I'm trying to help is sick with a disease that I can't recognize because I cheated on the test to study that disease? years ago when I was in college. I would hate myself if that happens. And what happens if I'm an architect, but when I'm trying to build something, then I forgot how to use the application because I cheated on the test for that application when I was in college. This architect example may not be correct. I am not going to that major, I don't know anything about architecture, but that's basically the way that I can put it. When you're cheating in college, why you go to college? <laughs> um, because I think when studying for something specific that we choose to do or a career that we want to pursue, if we're cheating, We're jeopardizing our own careers in the future and our own patients, our own projects, our own professional life. And so it's really not wise at all to cheat in college. Okay, (laughs) number three, cheating makes me feel like I can bend the rules 
I'm not someone who is all for the rules. Um, I know it sounds like I am, but I'm not. I like it when I can wear sandals to campus, even though it's against the rules. But, you know, it's just, I can't help but think that if you're okay with cheating now and you're okay with, you know, getting away with things you're not supposed to get away with, if you're okay with getting a good grades, even though it's not on your hard work and effort, if you're okay with with working together when you're not supposed to work together on a test, then I can't help but think that the character, not of you, but of your action that day, to think that it's okay to get away with things. I can't help but think that that character might stay even when you're later on graduated and doing your job. It's easy to think that it's okay to do it once or twice, but when you zoom out and you think about it, and you've seen yourself done it so many times over and over again, and you can't even remember how many times you've done it, is that not going to leave like a character in you that thinks it's okay to get away with things? Wouldn't it lead to corruption when you're older? I'm not assuming it will. I'm not accusing you of being a corrupter or going to be a corrupter or something. I'm just saying, in my opinion, the character of cheaters is not the best character attribute that someone can have. And if you're so used to it, you might unconsciously bring it all the way up to when you've grown up and graduated and in the job. And I think we can all agree that we would like to not have more corruptors in the future. Yeah, that's a way that I can put it. I just, I think integrity matters and studying and putting effort into something matters. And when you're not used to putting in effort, will you put effort later on? Who knows? Because characters... I think can be trained, it can be built out of habit, it can be changed and transformed and ingrained and it can stay and it can go and we can consciously get ourselves to, you know, have a certain character or or get rid of a certain character with hard work and time. And if we can do that consciously, we can also do that unconsciously by doing the same thing over and over again, right? But you know, I'm not a psychologist. It's not my major either. So don't take my words for it. Again, this is a hot take. It's an opinion. So I might be wrong, but that's how I feel. I feel like the character of cheaters might stay and it's not good for us. Just like what my biology teacher said, this world have already had enough cut corners. And because cheating is basically cutting corners in which you're not 
going to study, you're just going to show up for the cheat sheet, then I don't know. <laughs> I know in some majors, a cheat sheet is not a big deal and it's something allowed. And in that case, you're not cheating. But when your major is like me, veterinary medicine, where a cheat sheet would give away all the answer because, you know, it's not math. I don't have to calculate. Once I remember the name of an artery, I remember the name of an artery and I can get the answer right. Then I don't think cheat sheet is fair at all. In conclusion, all in all and overall, I'm against cheating because cheating goes against what I believe in in education, which is studying and learning and growing. My favorite spoken word poet of all time, Shane Koizan, said that if there's no sincerity in your joy, then your happiness will be a forgery that fools only yourself. And I think if I were to tweak that and turn it into a, a quote about cheating, then I will say that if you're cheating, then you're only fooling yourself because you're missing out on the opportunity to study, to learn, to put in effort, and to actually see the result of your hard work and to actually be able to evaluate what it is that you still need to improve on or learn more about. And your grades would not reflect you and it would be a false pride or sorrow if you still cheat and you fail at the end after cheating. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, if you tell me that you're cheating because of the education system, don't tell me that. I know the education system is not perfect, and I know that there's still so much that we need to improve on based on the education system, but I don't think cheating is a very productive way to improve the education system. In fact, I think it's counterproductive. I think cheating doesn't allow the education system to improve. Why? Because if you think or if you say that you are cheating on this test because this test is so impossibly difficult and you believe that you would not pass the test if you do not cheat, then you're not letting the teacher know that the test is too impossible. If the entire class doesn't cheat, and the amount of people succeeding is way less than the amount of people failing the test, it will force the teacher to reevaluate the test and to think about it again. Is it too impossible? Is it too hard? Am I being difficult? Should I change the test? Should I allow my students to retake the test, but this time with a better um with a better question on the test that's not impossible but is still challenging enough, that kind of thing. If, if you cheat and the number of people succeeding because of cheating makes up for the number of people failing, then the teachers 
would not reevaluate the test or reevaluate her method of teaching or whatever because then it will tell her that things are doing fine we're doing fine because sometimes we forget that teachers are not trying to give us bad grade they're trying to test our knowledge they're not trying to make us look like fools they're trying to teach and they're trying to challenge us on the test so that we can use the knowledge so that we can think so that we can process and then they're going to use it to grade us and evaluate the study itself and also evaluate the curriculum and the process and her method of teaching you know a good teacher wants you to succeed and a good teacher is not reluctant to evaluating herself or her method or her curriculum and if we're cheating because it's too hard it's not helpful for the evaluation process so i say if you want to protest the education system be honest and you know get bad grades when it's actually time to get bad grades i guess but if some people can do it if some people can study through it and end up succeeding then i always believe that i can do that as well and if i can't do that then i might need help and i will ask the person succeeding what did they do that i didn't do because i don't think there's such thing as a stupid person i think that person might have just been lazy or did not train him or herself well or doesn't have the habit of studying and therefore learning is harder for them because i believe that studying is also a skill like the more you study the the better you are at studying the more you study you get good over time and you will be able to study easier which is why whenever it's the beginning of a semester and you've just finished your summer break it gets harder to study because you've lost the habit your brain have lost the habit and now it's harder to absorb knowledge but once you get in the groove you're back on the game and you're good at studying again so i think cheating is also taking away from that habit and essentially making us even worse at studying than we were before but yeah in conclusion i believe in knowledge i believe in learning i sound like a nerd but i do believe that we should all train ourselves to study and actually put in the effort and actually study instead of relying on someone else or something else to succeed a test a test is just a test a grade is just a grade i know that some people would make excuses like i'm just cheating on this test but i'm still studying for the skill and the knowledge and i guess i guess that's one hell of an excuse but you know if you are still studying for the skill and the knowledge then why not just study for the test as well and if you are getting the skill and the knowledge then you should be able to do the test well 
you know so sometimes i think cheating is also a matter of believing in yourself or not sometimes i met people who who is good at it and who study and who put in the effort but also have a cheat sheet in hand just in case and i think that's just them not believing in themselves I think we need to give ourselves more credit and more faith than we are doing right now because cheating is not having faith in yourself and not giving the credit that you deserve that you can do it that you've studied for it and you can succeed without cheating that's it thank you so much for listening to this final episode of dear freshman i'll see you on other episodes of bella with one l podcast let me know which one of these dear freshman episodes were your favorite if you have been listening to all of them thank you so much for sticking with the series and if you're just listening to some of them picking the ones that you are interested in also thank you thank you for listening thank you for supporting I hope there's a lesson takeaway somewhere along the way. Again, I'm not an expert and I'm only speaking for myself, but I hope that it can brighten up your day or give you some lesson takeaway or entertain you in any way. Um, if you have any topic requests or suggestions or other Dear Freshman episodes that you want to tell me about or that you want me to make, let me know contact me on instagram at bella with one l podcast or email on bella with one l podcast at gmail.com thank you so much for listening and for supporting and i will see you on other episodes of bella with one l podcast this is been dear freshman bye